Welcome to the 15-Minute Client Podcast, the show for coaches and experts who want consistent, high-paying clients. It's for those coaches and experts who are tired of the complex automations. They're tired of the hair-raising tech. They're tired of the convoluted funnels. They just want simplicity. If that's you, the 15-Minute Client Podcast is for you. Hey, this is Luke Charlton here, and welcome back to another episode of the 15-Minute Client Podcast. Very excited to have you here and uh, in today's episode, I want to start with an email that I received from a uh, subscriber on my email list a few days ago, and I thought this would make a, um, a great podcast episode. So basically, this lady sent me an email, and here's what she said. She said, Luke, I have to let you know I've created a folder just for you. Every single one of your emails is valuable. Thank you. Your copywriting is amazing. Now, um, one, a couple of things. I get emails like this all the time. Okay, that's number one. Number two, my emails are marketing emails, right? So these are emails where I literally pitch in every single email, like I have an offer in every single email. Right, so how can I send marketing emails that people actually love to receive to the point where they create like folders for me where they put all of my, all of my emails into? Right, now I kind of went into this in one of the foundation episodes, I believe it was episode six, the 15 minute daily email framework. Um, I talk a lot about it in there, but what I want to do in this particular um, episode is, is dive into a little bit uh, more in depth on stories because one of the big things that you know makes my emails uh, makes people um, uh, love to read my emails are the fact that a lot of my emails contain stories, right? And stories are naturally entertaining. And so if, you, if you're on my email list, if you're not, shame on you, get on my email list, uh, go to my website, lukechardon.com or <laughs> go to 9emailoffice.com. Uh, that's the number 9emailoffice.com and you can jump on my email list and you can see how I do these emails and you can model them yourself. But um, what I wanted to do is share with you a, an email that I thought was a great email that a client of mine has written based on my system. And I want to show you how she's taken kind of just a, a, a random personal story. It's quite an emotional story. Uh, and she's tied that in with her offer. And her offer has nothing to do with this, so with, with her story, right? Her story is kind of like a near-death experience. And her offer is, um, she, actually, actually, she actually helps coaches to transition from a one-on-one program to a group program. Okay, so I want you to, um, I'll read off the story and, uh, and then we'll come back and kind of discuss it. And then I'm going to tell you um, how you, kind of three techniques that you can use to make your stories uh, more powerful, and then you know if you start using these in your emails, they're going to be much more, uh, much more entertaining. So, with that being said, uh, let me share with. Okay, so the 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 subject line of this email is called my near death experience. Okay, so the it's yeah, so the subject is my near death my near death experience. Here we go. I couldn't breathe. They had a huge mask on my face, pushing air into my nose and mouth. I was exhausted. Breathing had become too hard. The next step was to put me to sleep and shove a big tube down my throat for a couple of days, or at least that's how they explained it to me. At 4am, I gave up. I called the doctor over and told him to do the tube thing. I didn't have the energy to keep breathing. They got me to call my loved ones to say goodbye in case I never woke up again. These were the hardest conversations I've ever had, hearing my mum and dad choking back tears as they tried to be strong, thinking this is the last time I might ever uh, speak to them. The specialist arrived and lined up two trays of chemicals. There was no comforting hello, no smile, no niceties. I guess they woke him up for this. All he said to me was, if you don't move your feet every 10 seconds, you could die. 
I turned to the nurse and doctor who were each holding my hands in sympathy and yelled, how the F do I do that? They couldn't hear me through the mask, but I think they got the gist. They looked at me helplessly. I could see the worry in their eyes as they said, just try your best. As I felt the ice cold sensation spread from my neck through my body, my last thought was, I wish I hadn't worked so much. I was only 28. I know what you're wondering around about now. Did I make it? Wink. This is when I learned one of the most important lessons of my life. I'm grateful I got to learn it before I'd wasted most of my life. Life is precious and time is the most important of all commodities. It's the one thing that's finite. You can't make uh, more of it. Some people get to 60 and still haven't learned the value of time and importance of how you spend it. I had run my web and branding agency from the age of 19 all through uni and I was young, ambitious and driven. I wanted to help everyone. I'd sacrificed sleep. I wasn't really present when I went out with friends or family. My business was my life. Balance didn't exist. Can you relate to this? But it almost killed me. And after I woke up, something had to change. So I started working on ways to scale my business without burnout or worse. I moved into the world of consulting, teaching and coaching and started my first group coaching program. It was a way that I could serve far more people in only 60 minutes a day, giving me the freedom to create the lifestyle I dreamt of, safe from burnout and the risk of my body not keeping up with my brain. And now I set my own hours, I'm in control of my schedule, I work when I want, doing exactly what I love, life's pretty great. And I help my clients achieve exactly this in their business too. So if you're interested in joining my program where I'll show you how to move to a group coaching model and serve your clients in less than three to five uh, hours a week in total, um, no, that's not a mistake, only 60 minutes each weekday, then put your name on the wait list here. All right, so that is the end of uh, the email. So that, that is a, that's a great email, it's quite an enthralling story. So let's have a chat about that. I wanna, I wanna um, first let's talk about the transition, right? So she took a random story, uh, near, 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 near death experience, and she she linked it in with her um, uh, linked it in with her offer. And what I tell coaches and experts who want to do this style of email is, you can literally take any story, and there's going to be um, there's going to be a, a lesson within that story. Uh, so, for example, this story here, my client, like I could have, I could derive a marketing lesson, or if I'm a dating coach, I could get a dating lesson, right? Then you know, out of out of this particular story, like, hey, there's no time to waste. Like, the longer you wait to find Mr. Right, you know, the the less chance you have of getting him or living happily ever after, or whatever, you know, whatever the message might be, right? So the point is, I could have a dating lesson here, I could have a marketing lesson, I could have a weight loss lesson. Um, there's lots and lots of lessons that I, you know, whatever your area of expertise, you can pull. A lesson out of any story is the point that I'm saying, and, and my client here did a, did a really great job. So that's the first thing: is you you start with a story, and it can be any story, and, and the, because just by the fact that it's a story, it um, you know it's it's going to be entertaining. But what I want to talk about is like is three techniques to make your stories uh, much more powerful. Okay, so the number one is choose something that's emotional. It doesn't have to be a near death experience. So obviously, this is quite an emotional event. Um, if you have any near-death experience, that's a great, it's a you know a great place to start for an email. But it doesn't have to be that. It just has to be emotional. So what that means is anything that sparks an emotion within you is is what I mean by emotional. So if you find something particularly funny, you find something particularly sad or frustrating, that's a really great place to start with a story because then it's something that um, 
it's going to create an emotion within your within your prospect. And um, you know, with, with sales, it's all about you know, most of the sale is made on emotion. It's not made on logic. Okay, so you want to get the people in that kind of emotional state. Um, so, so pick something that has a, that sparks a strong emotion within you. As the like, pick a story. Sorry, yeah, pick a story that that sparks a strong emotion within you. Uh, another benefit of that, which I mentioned if, um, uh, in episode six, what is that when you pick stories that spark a strong emotion with you, within you, it's gonna spark a strong emotion within people that resonate with you, okay? And those people that resonate with you, they're the ones that are gonna get on the phone to jump into your program. So you're gonna notice by doing this technique, um, you're gonna speak to people on the phone when you book, get them booking appointments in your calendar, you'll resonate, you'll, you'll have amazing clients. You, like all, my clients that I work with, they really resonate with me because I tell stories that they resonate with, right? And they so they have similar values, similar views. And so I have the, you know, the most amazing clients. And you will have the same with with daily email and you follow this approach. So pick a story that struck sparks a strong emotion. That's number one to create, you know, a great story. Um, number two, what was number two that I wanted to talk about here? Oh yeah. So the second thing I want to talk about that my client did really well here is to use the senses. And this is not something that um, you know that you have to do every single time. But you know what she did really well was to. Um, use, so there's kind of five senses, right? You've got sight, you've got sound, auditory, so the sound, uh, you've got smell, taste, um, and uh, what was that? Sight, sound, smell, taste, and uh, a kinesthetic, so feeling. So she did, um, the three main ones that most people use are sight and sound and kinesthetic. So I heard this, I saw this, I felt this. And if you can add those three into your stories, it makes for a far richer story, but if you can add in um, uh, like the the smell and the taste, which is what a lot of uh, fiction authors do really well, you'll notice when you read their books, uh, it just brings the story alive. It makes you feel like you're there. Um, so, so my client he did, did a great job of that in um, in like you know what she heard, what she saw, uh, heard from the doctors. Uh, you know, what she saw from the doctors, how they walked in the room, blah, blah, blah. So you kind of felt like you were there. She could have added to this by adding in um, smell and uh, and taste, but that's, you know, in an email, like a, just a daily email is not really necessary. Um, but just, a, yeah, something to think about when you're doing your own stories. Um, and then the, then the final one, which she didn't do, it, um, it's just a small thing. Um, and that is to tell your story as in the present tense. Okay, so what she did here, she told it in the past tense, right? So an example is, I was exhausted. Breathing had become too, too, um, uh, too hard, right? At, at, um, at 4 a.m., I gave up, right? So everything's in the past tense. I called the doctor. That's past tense. Uh, present tense would be, I call the doctor over. Not I called, I call the doctor over, right? So, um, uh, you know, I told him I don't have the energy, not I didn't have the energy, right? So everything is past tense. And to, so to make one kind of critique that I would give here is to put her, put her story in the present tense. When you tell it in the present tense, it feels, it feels like it's happening, happening now. Just again, just like a fiction order, they tell it as if it's happening now in, in the present tense. And that it's not, it's just, again, it's just a small thing. I'm kind of nitpicking here. But if you can do that, it will make your stories more emotional, because the, the prospect who's reading will feel like that they are there. Okay. So with that being said, that's the three techniques that you can you can add to your stories in, in your emails to make them more emotional and 
therefore more persuasive and more profitable. Okay, with that being said, if you need help getting more clients, I've got a free guide called the free, uh, sorry, called the uh, the nine email offers that get clients for free. Just go to nineemailoffers.com. That's the number nine, emailoffers.com. And uh, you'll be able to go down, down on that free guide there and get on my email list and check out how I do my daily emails as well. Okay, with that being said, I'll see you in the next episode. See you then, cheers.